Hello and welcome to this special podcast series which takes a look at cybersecurity during the time of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Peter Ballant from Technicon, and in the last episode we talked with Sparta coordinator Florent Kishnaw about some of the software tools that have gained in popularity since the COVID outbreak. He praised them for efficiency and convenience, but went on to explain that teams using these tools may not have the opportunity for real brainstorming since everyone is in different locations. This prompted the question, will this ever change? Here's Floreau. Yeah, I, I don't have a grasp for this. And, and to be honest, this is, this is still uh, an area where I feel a bit wary. I'm, I'm not quite sure we, we can do this. Uh, so, we, of course, we will need to continue to experiment with this because uh, one, of the, one of the errors that we could do, especially in Western Europe nowadays, is think that the pandemic is over and that we should resume back to normal. There is no normal anymore. And the faster we can understand and assimilate and adapt to this statement then the better we will the better off we will be so we'll need to to adapt to this and we'll need to figure out how those creative endeavors uh, such as brainstorming sessions can happen either remotely or in a place where we can ensure the safety of everyone effectively and we we've had a number of uh, internal discussions about this uh, we're experimenting with things such as uh, brainstorming sessions in the same room but on different areas of the rooms and and trying to structure some some of those sessions throughout these types of constraints again this is something where where that makes me worried because our business and and uh, Sparta strongly believe that creativity is a major point of enabling strategic autonomy in Europe uh, in cybersecurity. So we need to make sure that we don't lose that creativity and hopefully transform the, the, the constraints that are the constraints of this new situation into uh, creative outlets that we can leverage throughout. What's at stake here is, is, is cybersecurity nowadays, because you've seen me talk about the use of additional tools uh, to enable creative creative discussions, to enable our craft uh, as as computer scientists, uh, as uh, as electronics engineers, but the downside of this is because there are so much more happening in, in cyberspace, there is so much more at stake in terms of cybersecurity. This is uh, this is not a new trend. This is something that has been going on uh, for, for the pa- better past of fifty years, um, but but still. There is a significant uptick in in use uh, here. And so there's also a significant uptick in risk. And we've seen uh, attacker behaviors uh, change quite drastically due to this, uh, to to the pandemic. So that's the other side uh, of the equation. And we need to make sure that we keep also in mind the fact that Sparta and, and, and what we're trying to achieve in terms of capabilities is made even more important by the current situation and by the pandemic. Uh, why is it that the uh, hacking activity is subject to rise at this point? Uh, what's the setting that gave the hackers the opportunity to say, all right, I'm going for it now? Well, the, the, it's, it's, it's enlightening to see uh, hacking activities or, 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 or cyber attack activities um, by, by specialized groups, because that's, that's the real threat. Um, as as an economic activity, uh, what what they're trying to maximize is return on investment. Um, they're they're working under the assumption that within with minimal investment they can they can get maximal returns. And part of uh, how we can get creative in cybersecurity is uh, to to change that balance for the attacker and for the defender. At the moment, 
And, and with the pandemic, what has happened is that the size of the market, the size of, of, uh, of the return, of the possible returns, has significantly improved, uh, has significantly augmented. Uh, there's much more systems, much more data, much more uh, assets that are, that are being put online as a result of the pandemic. So that means that the same investment uh, may, may yield a much higher return um, nowadays since, since the pandemic. So uh, th this is a basic, you know, uh, low level view, uh, economic view, and, and perhaps a bit oversimplified of, of how people uh, and, and how cyber cyber attack groups uh, function but this is this is mainly describing the dynamics of, of, uh, of you know why people have been paying more attention uh, to to cyber attacks over the past few over the past few months now there's there's simply more to gain what have you as the coordinator of Sparta learned as a result of the world grinding to a halt as it did well I've learned a couple of things um, First of all, Sparta and, and what we're trying to do in Sparta is, is a really important mission. Uh, we've seen the importance of strategic autonomy nowadays, uh, especially with, with the, the, the interruption of the supply chains uh, that has been going on through the pandemic. We see how much we can only rely on ourselves uh, when, when it comes to to the sovereignty and the decisions that we need to make as as a group uh, and, and as a culture in Europe. We, I've seen also, so that's the first part of it. The second part of it is that we, we've seen how much different groups, different countries uh, react under those, under duress. And, and we've seen how much the, the values and the, the values of the European Union uh, are, are a beacon uh, throughout the world in, in situations where it's easy to to attack science, to attack um, uh, society, to attack inclusiveness, to attack uh, uh, diversity, and and I think that there's there's definitely uh, a lot of lessons to be learned for us as Europeans when we see the the, the world make or major countries in the world make turns in directions that are contrary to the core values that we hold uh, as as European citizens uh, today. So that, that was the second aspect. And, and finally, on a more micro level, uh, more operational level, we've been very fortunate uh, to, to operate in the world and with, uh, and with partners who have been very agile in reconfiguring uh, their activities to take advantage of, uh, of, uh, of the new situation, uh, to take advantage of digital tools, to make sure that, that, that we remain committed uh, to advancing the, the the results of the project that we have, uh, and and so uh, the, for this, I'm I'm very grateful uh, that we were able to do this. I think there's there's some kind of serendipity here at play too, um, and definitely some luck. Uh, if if this was not a computer science project, and if it was a uh, uh, I don't know uh, an archaeology project, we we would not be able to to get together on on a digging site uh, because of confinement issues. And that would that would just end any discussions about continuing work um, and transitioning uh, to online tools. So, uh, yeah, kind of fortunate also to be operating in, in a domain where this is this conversation is even possible uh, to start with. I'd like to read you a quote, and this is from the World Economic Forum. We should prepare for a COVID-like global cyber pandemic that will spread faster and further than a biological virus with an equal or greater economic impact. 
What do you make of this? I think this is something that is is also in the air, uh, and and I, I I think it's good that the the, the World Economic Forum uh, is is uh, raising raising the alarm and and making sure that this topic is is front and center in some of the discussions that we're having. These are issues that we see um, that we've seen happening over the past decade, uh, and and we see the acceleration. Of uh, of contagion uh, to 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 continue on the analogy uh, around cyber uh, cyber attacks and and, and vulnerabilities uh, here and there. I've just seen to take an example. I've just seen the the Ripple Twenty uh, vulnerabilities that are being disclosed at Black Hat uh, in, in the next few weeks. Um, the, these vulnerabilities are affecting a very wide. Uh, Numbers, number of of, uh, of components. Uh, these are software uh, zero days that are that 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 are very serious and that, that where they they can have a very wide ranging impact on a number of devices that are surrounding us, whether we know it or not. And so, in a sense, to 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 go to to get to that example, what you see here is uh, a vulnerability into systems that are surrounding us but that we're not seeing anymore. And that, that are vital to our operation systems such as uh, not only printers uh, but also uh, or or or, uh, or networking devices, but also home automation things that are powering our our, our devices, our, our our offices, our homes, uh, medical systems, things that are that are powering our governments and national security uh, sectors. So we 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 don't we kind of as in biology. Uh, we kind of forget uh, the, the 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 omnipresence of those complex systems that are powering our, our daily lives, and and as in biology, we tend to assume some kind of resilience. Where actually, you know, that resilience, although it is it is existent to a certain level, uh, when it breaks, it can have catastrophic um, effects. So, as in biology, I think that the World Economic Forum is is quite correct in pointing out the fact that we're uh, we're on a trend where the, the the level of resilience of our of our systems of our invisible systems around us are being strained uh, more and more, and that the the the, the inevitable uh, course of this is that at some point things will break, uh, and so now is a race uh, to to provide ways to. Um, well, let's say to find a vaccine or at least some kind of configuration where we can ensure either through protection or through isolation or through reaction that we can contain uh, the, 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 the cyber-like, uh, the, the cyber pandemic that, that the World Economic Forum uh, is, is, uh, is worrying about uh, because we know it's happening. So we need to, to, to be in place so that we can do this. And unfortunately, we feel quite good about the fact that Sparta is is producing some of those results. Um, we're we're not there yet, uh, but there's there's some very significant outcomes that that I think give give us some confidence about uh, uh, how we can address uh, the future uh, and and this particular risk. And speaking of Sparta outcomes, next time around, we'll spend some time talking about some of the more recent developments in Sparta. Excellent. Thanks for keeping us up to date, and I look forward to talking again real soon. Yeah, I appreciate this. Thank you for having me on, Peter. Thanks again. See you next time. For more information about the Sparta Project, go to sparta.eu. This podcast has been brought to you by Technicon. 
The Sparta Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement 830892.